0: Hello and welcome to this Healthcare RM podcast. My name is Jack Edge and I'm the manager of the Functional Health Team here at Healthcare RM. We know that times are slightly different at the moment and therefore how we look after ourselves is more important than ever. In this podcast we are going to be focusing on our nutrition and so to discuss this in more detail and get some answers to some of your questions that you've sent in I have my colleague Ellie with me. Ellie, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and why our nutrition is so important at the moment?
1: Yeah, thanks, Jack. Um, Hi, everyone. My name's Ellie, um, and I am one of the subject matter experts in nutrition at Healthcare RM. Um, I suppose it's a really important time for us to discuss nutrition, um, as you sort of said, Jack. Um, And I suppose what's important is that it's not just about weight management that people believe, you know, primarily that it is. But it's also about fueling our bodies um, and our cells to make energy. It can improve our mood, but also it can help with our immune system as well, which is really pertinent at the moment. And I suppose what's also great about nutrition is that, you know, what we put in our bodies is completely within our control. And at the moment, there's so much that is outside of our control. It feels like the right time to to think about it and and focus on what we can control rather than what we can't.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a, that's a really good point. Um, and like you said, at the moment it's it's not on sort of normal routine. Um, some people may have been used to buying food on the way to work some people may buy food at work um or they may sort of take food and have a a routine of cooking food in in work in the canteen or kitchen or wherever it might be um all of a sudden the majority of us are finding actually we're we're at home for the majority of the time Um, yeah we're not able to go to the shops or out to restaurants as, as much as we might want to um and therefore we've kind of had to adapt um quite quickly um which i'm sure has been challenging for for quite a few people um and i think judging by the questions that we've had sent in there's some common themes that have come up um where hopefully you can give some some good advice and, and guidance on yeah okay so the first question that we've had in um so someone has asked the questions they said we've been struggling with snacking too often um, and also with unhealthy choices so far at home so how can i help this
1: OK, yeah, I think that that's a really good one. Um, I think snacking is something that we all struggle with um, every day anyway. Um, and it's something I find myself talking to people quite a lot about. Um, and then when you throw in, you know, completely different routines, either people are out, outside, out of work or they're working extra hours because they're key workers or perhaps they've got their kids at home. So it's a completely different structure um, that people are starting to get used to now um and i suppose because of that we can't always get our three meals in a day um or um and our two snacks potentially so people find themselves um just grazing throughout the day Um, And I suppose what we we tend to go for um, because it's so readily available is things like chocolate, crisps, um, cake, because they're so quick and easy. And I suppose it's worth just um, remembering that actually that has a big impact on our blood sugars. So as soon as we have those high sugary snacks, that chocolate, that crisps, that cake, it gives us a big spike of sugar in our bloodstream. And it probably makes us feel great for about 20 minutes to an hour after eating it. Um, But as soon as our body goes through that process and does what it needs to do, that blood sugar comes straight back down again and can come down quite quite low and quite quickly. And that can make us feel perhaps a little bit shaky, hungry, irritable, lack of energy, lack of concentration. And before we know it, we've got our our hand back in that biscuit jar again or reaching for that next chocolate bar or whatever it might be. So the ways that we can combat that I think is 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 quite simple. Um the first thing for me is to try and get a protein in our snack. So a protein based snack, because that doesn't break down into sugar the same way that um the high refined Uh, carbohydrates or you know your chocolate and your cake would so things like perhaps having a smoothie in the morning which is quick and easy um, and putting in a good quality protein shake that's something where we can get um, a good opportunity to get some fruit and vegetables into our diet as well um the other things are things like maybe a handful of nuts obviously not your um dry roasted or salted um nuts but potentially just your your normal plain nuts a small handful of those um getting a variety of these is a good thing um but if you do want that that quick fix or that sugar fix um putting some um dried fruit in into it as well so cranberries raisins apricots something like that just to sweeten it up Um, And if you're really wanting some chocolate taste, then sometimes I'll put um, a couple of dark chocolate chips through it as well. So not only are you getting a bit of a chocolate taste, but you're also getting the protein from the nuts, the good fats from the nuts. And it's providing you with some nutritional value. So it won't give you that big sugar, sugar spike that just a chocolate bar would. Um, other things, I suppose, are, are nut butters on on that same thread. So, you know, a good quality peanut butter, um, and, uh, almond butter, cashew nut butter, and potentially coupling that with, you know, some people like to have it on their apple or their banana. Um, Being mindful that we look at the back of the packet and making sure that we um, don't have ones that have got added uh, sugar and salt in or even putting it on some oat cakes because oat cakes are quite high in fiber again that will slow down the release of that sugar into your bloodstream to give us that spike um hummus as well is quite a good one it's quick and easy and it's ready available in your fridge and you can put that with you know carrot sticks pepper sticks cucumber sticks whatever you like but also maybe toasting a pit of bread um, and having that with it as well and then finally um a, a good quality um natural yogurt or Greek yogurt, if you can get ones that have got the live cultures in as well, because that's really good at keeping our gut healthy, which again has an impact on our um our immune system. But also um being mindful to get one that are is low in sugar preservatives. So looking at the back of the packet again at the ingredients and making sure that it's just that your yogurt that's in there and coupling that with potentially some berries. Or um, some flaked almonds, some walnuts, uh, banana, pear, whatever you like, um, and having that as a, a bit of a treat, um, and finally, what I always say to people is is taking a step back and making a plan on your day, so we always have a, a a danger zone if you like um of, of periods of time within the day where we're more prone to snack everybody's different some people like it at 11 o'clock you know after breakfast before lunch they fancy a cup of tea and a couple of biscuits or it might be when you come in or finish work for the end of the day before you eat your evening meal and you find yourself standing at, at the fridge picking or it could be later at night when you're watching tv after your evening meal Take a step back, look at when your danger zones are within your day and make a plan for that so that you're not tempted to get that chocolate bar out, eat that cake. You know that you've got a snack that's healthy, that's a protein source readily available for you when you need it.
0: Yeah, good. No, thanks, Sally. There's some really, really useful points there. And I suppose, like you said, when you're taking a step back, everyone is, is slightly different and people will yeah. have different sort of danger zones or time periods where they might struggle with snacking more. Um, and for those people where, when they're sort of stuck in the house and there's there's not much to do, for those people that, that struggle with just because of the fact that it's in the house that they tend to snack more often. I suppose that may be um, even more heightened if they are working from home at the moment, or if they're they're furloughed, for example. Um, yeah. Because they have so much time in the house, and if they have those unhealthy snacks in the cupboards and they know they can just go and grab them. Um, whereas with some of the ideas that you've mentioned, I suppose it enables them to have a bit more of a plan and structure for their day. Um, so they can have some sort of more of those healthy options for
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think when our blood sugar levels go low, it's really easy for us to just reach for something without even necessarily subconsciously thinking about it. Um, And before you know it, you know, you've you've eaten your chocolate bar or three or four biscuits without really being mindful of it. Um, Whereas if you have a plan and you don't let your blood sugar levels go to that point where it's too low, then you find yourself making much more sensible choices.
0: Yeah, good. Thank you. OK, so the next question that we've had um, that's been sent in, it says, I find that I'm having more takeaways than usual at the moment. Are there any healthy takeaway options that I can have?
1: OK, yeah, a really good one um, as well. So I suppose um, we like to have a treat, don't we? We like to go to the pub. We like to go out for dinner. We like to go and have um breakfast out coffee cake out in a cafe at the weekend and I suppose at the moment that's obviously taken been taken away from us and we're not able to do that so it's, it's completely understandable and natural that we would seek for something else um, and our takeaway consumption would probably increase um, and I think it's important to say that actually you know it's okay to have treats that's what life's about and that is good for our well-being as well um but if those treats and these takeaways become more and more frequent actually there are things that we can do to try and make these a healthier choice um so i suppose a big one for me is don't order your takeaway starving um because when you're really hungry you tend to over order and um, because you think that you can um you know you think you can eat more that that well-known phrase your eyes are bigger than your belly mm. um so don't don't eat um don't order starving and i suppose that brings me nicely into sort of avoiding the the starters or the sides we're very good at getting you know oh we'll just have some dums or let's have some naan bread or let's get some nachos to start garlic bread whatever it might be um and actually we can be you know doubling our calories without really realizing it um just by these add-ons so just try and think about what meal you actually want and stick with your meal because if you were cooking at home you'd be less likely to get those extra sides and starters as well um don't be afraid to ask for healthy swaps so if you do want um rice in your particular meal comes with the fried rice try and see if you can swap that for boiled um or if it's chips on the side for your um, particular meal can you have a side salad um or can you ask for your uh, meat to be steamed or grilled or baked rather than fried um because it's, it's quite often that restaurants or takeaways will do um swaps for you if you ask for it so don't be afraid to do that um and i suppose sharing as well is really important so if you've got a partner family member friend um that you're living with at the moment if you share your your meal with them um you know you're far le- less likely to overeat so if you know if you're having a pizza great have your pizza but ten- instead of having one each try and have one between you and then get some you know um vegetables or a side salad as well so you're filling up on some nutrition as well as the the more processed um foods And I suppose also if we over if we over order or get portion sizes that are too big, then what we tend to do is we'll we'll save it and put it in the fridge and have it the following day. And actually, that means that you're having two meals that perhaps aren't the healthiest rather than just having the one meal. Um, Yeah. And I think if you're going for um, pastas or curries, um, trying to go for a tomato based sauce rather than your creamy, cheesy sauces. Because, again, you're going to be getting, um, you know, you get some nutrition from the the tomato base sauce. You know, there's antioxidants in there um, and also the the calories, um, you know, are quite significantly different. Breaded, not battered. You know, so still have your fish and chips if you want it. But try and go for a breaded place rather than the battered cod, um, because, again, that's going to make a big difference. Um, And if you're going to go for a pizza, try and go for the thin base rather than your deep pan um or your stuffed crust um and also if you're um going to have some toppings on there try and get some veggies on there as well so your, your mushrooms your peppers your sweet corn rather than just always going for the meat feast because there's there's quite a lot of um processed meat on there um, and it would be good for you to be able to get some veggies in there as well yeah, good.
0: Good, yeah, some really good points there as well. Um and we know that there are quite a lot of takeaway companies that are still delivering at the moment, which is probably yeah. why some people are, are sort of tending to um to order maybe more of those than they normally normally would be. Um yeah. but it's it's good because yes, we're not saying that you, you shouldn't be having those. It's it's about having it in moderation but also being of aware of kind of the, the ways that you can make those slightly healthier um, yeah which is is obviously a benefit for, for everyone really um, especially if you're eating with your family because you're all going to be eating um, a healthier meal and just simple things like maybe avoiding the starters or all the sides because quite often when we order those we find that they get here and then we have those and we can't even finish the, the main meal anyway yeah um, so just little things like that um, yeah, definitely. I can see how that would uh, that would be a good benefit. So yeah, yeah it's good.
1: absolutely. And I think you you know that you will notice it in yourself because after you've eaten it, you won't feel that sluggish or you know uh, lethargic um, after you've eaten it. You won't be in that slump. You'll feel okay and satisfied. Um, so you will know whether you've got it right yourself.
0: Yeah, good. Good. Okay. So the next question that we have had again is is probably. Um, a question that is quite abnormal for a lot of people at at this moment in time and is quite a unique Mm. situation. Um, So someone said that I'm struggling to buy my normal food choices at the supermarkets now. Are there any cheaper meals I can prepare or batch cook to help with this?
1: OK, good one. Um, yeah, it's a real difficult um, situation at the moment. Unfortunately, it's it's unavoidable. Um, and yes, that has led to us not being able to get um, those foods that we would uh, primarily get. Um, I suppose for me, um, batch cooking is a really good one, Jack. I suppose if you can't get you go to the supermarket and you can, um, you know, get your tin tomatoes, your pasta, your staple products, um get them um, and then make a big batch of them because and then freeze the food that you don't use so you've got it readily available for you because if you go to the supermarket again and it's not there um, then at least you've got something in the fridge or the freezer ready for you um the other things that um i've been finding useful are are yeah. utilizing your local farm shops you'll find that actually they have quite a lot of these products in and they're not as busy um so if that's something that you're worried about in terms of um you know going into busy places at the moment uh the farm shops aren't as busy um and you know a lot of the food is is locally sourced and also homegrown so there is there's more things readily available because they're not having to ship it in Mm. um i suppose the other things are don't forget about the frozen um fruit and veg you know we often just go for um we often just go to the fresh aisle don't we in the supermarket just going to the fruit and veg aisle in the with the fresh product produce when actually there's a whole host of things that are in the freezer aisle and actually they're proven to be just as nutritious if not more nutritious than the fresh products so and also they're cheaper. You might be able to get things that are out of season so definitely give it a look. You you know they won't go um off as quickly as well because they're frozen. Um so it's definitely worth having a look at those um and getting adventurous with those. But also I think it's a time to experiment. Um you know you might not be able to get um the fruit and veg that you would normally get and I think the statistics show that actually here in the UK we have five to seven different fruit and vegetables that we just rotate in our diet um and actually what we know is the bigger the variety that we get the better it is for our health the better it is for our gut health the more colors that we get in our diet are the different vitamins and minerals which is really beneficial and actually i think this is a perfect opportunity to look at that um have a think about things that you used to like but you've not bought for ages or um things that you've always wondered what they were and how to cook them if you've got more time now give it a go There are different um, websites available that actually um, there's one called supercook.com and one called myfridgefit.com. And actually, if you just click on there, the ingredients that you've got in your fridge, they will make you a recipe. Um, So it's already done for you. It's dead quick and it's dead easy. And it's really um, a real good opportunity for us to um, get creative um, and try things that we haven't done before.
0: Yeah definitely I think it's a really important point um, about sort of the the time to experiment because a lot of time when we are trying to cook foods and probably the reason why a lot of people stick to sort of their normal foods and and don't sort of experiment too much outside of that is because they don't have a lot of time yeah Um, if you think of sort of the commute traveling taking children or yourself to sports clubs social events whatever it might be um, and actually now we find ourselves with a lot more spare time for the majority of us than, than we've ever had before yeah. um so even involving partners family children whoever it might be to sort of help to cook some of these um, recipes and ideas that you haven't really had the time to before um could be a really good time to sort of help to enjoy um the current situation um, but also try out some new, some new foods that you might not have had the opportunity to before
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think there's lots of of, of things that we can do positively with the time that we've got. And I suppose, Mm -hmm. um, you know, experimenting with our food choices and getting creative because we're always saying, you know, I wish I had the time to do that. Or if I had the time, I do X, Y and Z. And actually, if you you find yourself with the time now, you know, make a list and, and try and do it.
0: Yeah, good. Okay, thank you. And then the final question that we've had, um, again is probably prominent for quite a few people um at the moment in current times. Um so it says, My alcohol intake has increased since being at home. How can I help to decrease this?
1: Okay. Another really good one. Um and I suppose it's it's two twofold, isn't it? You know, we we find ourselves without a structure and routine, we find ourselves with more time on our hands and also we're we're at home. So they are um, you know, things that will make us uh, perhaps drink more alcohol than we would ordinarily, but also um, because when the weather gets nicer, we like to, um, as a nation, go out and visit the beer garden or sit in the garden and, 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 ha- and have a couple of drinks. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's really easy when we're out of routine for our alcohol to start to increase. So a couple of things I suppose is um, one of them is is have a look at your week again taking a step back and pick some alcohol free days which days are you going to have that are alcohol free you might challenge yourself that actually on working days or you know within the week you're not going to have any alcohol, and then you're going to allow yourself those as a treat within the weekend. Um, I think it's also, um, you know, it's it's about being hydrated. So if you can um, get yourself a glass of water before you start drinking and then a glass of water after you finish, you will subconsciously start to drink less um, because you will already be hydrated. So you'll drink slower and drink less um the other thing i think for me is um we're always tempted when we've opened that bottle of wine to perhaps have either the bottle or two or three glasses because the bottle's open and it's in the fridge Mm. um so you know there are little bottles that are available you know the smaller bottles of wine that just fill the one glass prosecco whatever it might be um and actually buying those so you can just limit yourself to just one of those helps to reduce that temptation You know, also, we're not at um, the pubs anymore. It's not the pubs that are, are pouring our drinks. If it's spirits that you like, we're in control of how much alcohol that goes into that glass. So I think, you know, trying to get yourself, you know, a taller glass or a bigger glass. Um, and putting in a smaller amount of alcohol, but um, the alcoholic spirit, whatever that might be, and then a, a more of your mixer, um, that's definitely uh, going to be a, a helpful tip as well. But also trying to be mindful of um, the sugar in your mixers. So, trying to go for the lower sugar options, your tonic, your sparkling water, and rather than filling it up with sort of the, the fruit syrups that can be quite high in sugar, you know, using your fresh fruit, fresh lime, fresh cucumber, whatever it might be. Um, because that also plays a part within it. Um, and I think finally, being mindful of the alcohol-free versions. Sometimes for us, it's it's more of a habit. It's a habitual thing for us to have a drink on an evening um, rather than the actual alcohol that we want. So sometimes, you know, changing that up to an alcoholic beer, sorry, uh, non-alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic um uh wine non-alcoholic spirit um that might actually just curb or give us the satisfaction that we we want but mm. not give us the alcohol as well
0: yeah good good and yeah some really good impo- um, important points there and i suppose it's similar to to the takeaways um where by it's all about moderation um, yeah. and it also sounds like from sort of all the the different tips and and hints that you've been given it seems like planning and preparation is is sort of at the the forefront of all of those yeah Um, so would you say that that sort of whole planning and preparation for your day and for your week is is kind of the overall um, sort of take-home message in this
1: yeah, I think you know nutrition is so personalised, and what we eat is so personal to that individual. You know, everybody. What I like might be different to what you like. What makes me mm. feel good might be different to what makes you feel good, Jack. So I think it's um, it's definitely about looking at you, looking inwards, and making a plan. At at what you're doing I think um taking a step back re like visiting your week what you're eating what you're drinking and then deciding yeah making a plan making a shopping list perhaps looking at a few recipe books um of what you want to eat and give that a go I think Mm. definitely that's the place to start
0: okay good brilliant well thanks a lot for your time and thanks a lot for going through all those questions there you're welcome Um, if anyone else does have any questions that are listening to this then feel free to get in touch because i'm sure ellie will be more than happy to to help yeah absolutely yeah, good, but ho- hopefully you've you've all found it useful. Um, I think Ellie's given some really, really good um, tips there to to take away um, with us and, and try out at home. And Like I said, we've got a lot more time. Most of us have got a lot more time now um, than we have had before. So I think, yeah, it's a brilliant time to, to experiment and, and try new things, um, but also yeah. be mindful of, of what we are eating.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, good. Well, thanks a lot for your time, Ellie. Thanks for coming on. No worries. On. Thank you too. for having Until me. Now, no worries at all. Hope you have a good day. And you. Cheers, Ellie. Bye.
1: Bye.